males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, Anthony Flemons and J.T. McCrow, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. With you this week is Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with me here on the Great Man Podcast. Let's do great manhood together. One more time at the top of this episode, I want to tell you what we're doing now with the Great Man Podcast that I am so excited about. I do the talk every other week, the talk, that's what I'm going to do now, about 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes if I get long-winded, of a talk about a principle, a truth, a discipline, a tactic of noble manhood, a trend maybe, even a cultural issue. And then in the intervening weeks, in the intervening episodes, J.T. McCraw, Anthony Flemons, who are the best men's coaches I know, they do what we call the build, and they help you build these truths into your life. And so I'm excited about this. You got to listen to every single one. Don't just listen to me. Yes, many of you have been doing that for years. I'm grateful. But now we've added a whole new audience. We've added a whole new teaming, and together we're going to teach and we're going to build. We're going to talk, and we're going to build. We're going to build great men together. And by the way, while I'm just ranting on here before I get down to my topic, I want to make sure that you know you can contact us at greatman.tv. We will put you in touch with a lot of resources, and many of you are beginning to contact us to ask if we can speak at your men's event. Absolutely contact us at greatman.tv. And one of the three of us, whoever you want or whoever's available, if you don't care who comes, we will come and speak at your men's event if we possibly possibly can. Okay. So go to greatman.tv, find resources, support what we're doing, and you can ask for us to get back to you about speaking if you need it. Now, I want to talk about a topic that I've talked about before. I want to talk about it in a slightly different way. And I don't mind telling you, I'm doing it because I want to hear JT and Anthony process it. I want to hear them talk about it. We get accused, men get accused today of living toxic masculinity, a version of masculinity that is poisonous to society, that hurts people, that dominates people, that is um, angrily patriarchal, that oppresses women, etc., and that deforms boys on and on and on. We get that label thrown at us. But I want to turn it in kind of a positive direction today, and then I want to talk a bit about manhood and ethnicity. Hang on, I'm going to come to it in a minute. But I, I got to tell you that I like this phrase, toxic masculinity, as a descriptor of what we ought not be doing. I know they intended as a big, broad insult. I know it wasn't designed by people who were trying to help us. I understand that. But as you may recall, when somebody began first began to suggest the idea of toxic masculinity, uh, I have a background in linguistics and classics and history and all that kind of stuff. And so I immediately went to research the etymology, the history of what this word toxic means, where to come from. Well, it comes from the Latin word toxicum, T-O-X-I-C-U-M, and 
it originally meant the poison that was put on arrows when they were fired into an enemy. You've seen this in the movies. They dip arrows in some kind of poison. And then when they fire uh, the arrows into their enemy, even if the arrow just nicks the person, as long as it draws blood, as long as it breaks the skin, the poison will taint the person and kill them. And by the way, usually kill them in horrible and violent, ghastly ways that terrify the rest of the enemy. During the Vietnam War, the Viet Cong did this all the time. They used bungee sticks and you know what that is. There were sharpened bamboo sticks that were stuck in the ground, stuck under uh, holes that were then covered over at the surface, used them all the time in a variety of horrible ways. And often they would urinate on them or they would put some kind of poison on them. Again, the assumption being that maybe the wound, the wound from the sharpened object wouldn't do the damage, but the poison in the bloodstream would. Now, I believe this is a good term and one we ought to use, even though our enemies, those who are opposed to what we're doing, suggested it. Because when a man, listen to me now, when a man uses his powers in a way that is destructive, and men are just amazingly powerful, I don't just mean physically, when a man uses his powers in a way that is destructive, He's engaging in toxic masculinity. He is literally firing arrows into society, into his family, into his children, into his band of brothers, uh, into whomever's around him, and doing poisonous damage. For example, a man's words are eminently powerful. The way he can love a woman and build confidence and strength and just the warm embrace of love and cause her to see herself differently and just love her powerfully uh, with his words. That's so powerful. It's a God-given power. It's a God-given strength. But if he uses those that, that power of words to tear her down and tell her she's ugly and speak of his disappointments of her and never compliment her and how pretty she is, or, or if he says something about her body to make it negative, wish your breasts were bigger, wish your butt wasn't so big, whatever. I've heard men say these things even within my hearing. That's going to destroy. That's the power a man's given to destroy. We already know that a man is, is gifted with physical strength. He, that's given to him for defense. It's given to him for labor. It's given to him to love powerfully. Uh, but if a man uses his strength to beat and abuse and wound and damage and terrify, it's toxic masculinity. So you know where I'm going with this. There is a thing called toxic masculinity, and I want JT and Anthony and all of you listening to this to ponder, is there any area in your life in which you're engaged in toxic masculinity? In fact, think about where you have and maybe you've overcome it. I've already admitted on this podcast before um, that I grew up in a very sarcastic military environment. When you chewed somebody out, you used words. You were sarcastic. What's wrong with you, Sergeant? Have you lost your mind? What is wrong with you? You know, and I could just I just heard officers just chewing people out, sergeants chewing corporals out, standing them at attention right there on the parade ground when I was walking across a military post. And I learned, and I also was in military uh, athletic culture. So I learned the sarcasm, the hurtful sarcasm. What's wrong with you, puke? Get your th stuff together. You're so fat, we can't even, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about. So I picked some of that up. I was harsh with my words. I thought I was joking. I thought I was playing. I thought I was being cool. I picked it up. I wounded people. I hurt people. Thank God I became a Christian. Thank God Christians talked to me about my words and the power of words. Thank God somebody said you ought to align the words you speak to people with what the word of God says about them. Thank God for all that. 
And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but Lord knows I don't go around spewing poisonous arrows into the souls of those I love. So there's an example. There's Stephen's brief confession. There's an example. What about you? Now, the reason I want us to reconsider toxic masculinity is not just that I want to hear JT and Anthony uh, talk about it, because I, I definitely do, but it's because I also want all of you listening to this podcast who are of various ethnicities, I want you to consider what is the unique brand of toxic masculinity in your culture, in your ethnicity, Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right here, I don't fully know what I'm talking about because I'm not your ethnicity. But for example, what is a uniquely Filipino brand of toxic masculinity? See, I have learned through the years that it differs, that my Filipino friends will sit around a table and tell me what toxic masculinity looks like in a Filipino culture. It's different from how it looks in a white culture or a Native American culture or an American black culture. You understand what I'm saying? And then, of course, American black culture differs differs from African black culture and differs from Peruvian black culture. So I'm not trying to make it overly complex, but I want you to take a moment and consider what does this look like in your nationality, ethnicity, etc. Okay. For example, my buddy JT, who's going to process this this talk with you when he does the build with Anthony next week, he's from Kentucky. Uh, He's a white guy from Kentucky. So, you know, he can even look at it in terms of his culture. What was going on? What was the version of toxic masculinity that was endemic, that was typical in his culture? I've already told you, my culture, I'm I'm just a generic mutt, you know, white guy mutt, some Native American, a lot of Scottish, uh, but, uh, but I grew up military and sports. So sarcasm, harsh use of words, disrespecting a guy to break him down and try to make him into something more, all that kind of stuff. What is it with yours, ethnically speaking? Some of you are listening from France. What does a French toxic masculinity look like? Is there a uniquely French version of toxic masculinity? I don't know. How about my buddies who are Native Americans? I've got guys listening to this who are from the reservation. Love you. What does it look like? What does Native American toxic masculinity look like? Is there a brand? Is there a way? Is there a way men behave? Uh, Anthony's going to talk to us about his Dallas, Texas, African-American community. He'll then tell me I need to say black. As soon as I say black, he'll tell me I need to say African-American. He's always messing with us. But my point is he has a culture I don't have. He'll be able to talk to us about it. So I want you to take a minute, look at your culture. If you're, I don't know, if you're whatever you are, wherever you are in the world, you might be from the Caribbean. You might be a white guy from Mexico. I don't know. What are you? Uh, you, you might be a direct Aztec descendant and live near Machu Picchu. I don't know. What is it? And it's not important that I can tell you because I can't. It's important that you can tell you and tell those around you. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. If you figure it out, I'd love for you to write us. I'd love for you to tell us. But the important thing is not just that you know that toxic masculinity exists in the world, but that you know the brands of it that may have branded themselves into your life because you lived in Manila, because you lived a military brat in Asia, because you live, you're in Russia. So we've got guys listening in Russia. Love you. 
We got guys in the Scottish Highlands. We've got guys all over the world listening to this podcast. And though some aspects of toxic masculinity are universal and we could all sit down and agree that this is part of all of us, some of it is unique to your culture. The way man- manhood is encouraged, the way maybe femininity is exalted, the way that uh, I don't know. I don't know. What is it? But do you know is the issue because you can't break through it until you know what it is. Now, listen, I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of what we're doing together. I'm proud of how we're trying to break through. Listen to Anthony and JT. Listen to what they say. Listen to how they break this down. And let's break free from toxic masculinity and use the God-given powers we have as men to be noble men and do good in the world. Anthony and JT, take it away, baby. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen, Anthony, or JT to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.